Welcome back, everybody, to the Blue Collar Whitetail Podcast, officially powered by Rackaholic Outdoors. 100% made by deer, from the deer to the bottle. Indiana Deer Farm, support local, get you some of that whitetail bedding scent. Also, uh, shout out to AAA Shooting Supply in Layato, Indiana. They have your gun, ammo, and archery needs. Tonight, again, but this time in flesh, we have Matt Dossman. <laughs> yes, I'm back. Yes. It's good to be back. It's been a while. I- I'm glad you're here in person. We've accomplished a lot tonight. It has been a fun night, yes. Yeah. A L- little bit later on the recording side of things, but uh, we had a lot to go over. Um, well, I did purchase Matt's bow from last year that is like brand spanking new. Tell him about that. Uh, I got the Venom 30 from Hoyt. Uh from feeling my charger that was in 2015 to that venom it's night and day difference and i haven't even shot it yet uh just how everything's balanced like i was just blown away um that's kind of another reason why we started this podcast so late like my mind was just blown away uh i also i was like yeah or he was like um you know what you got a site that you're gonna put on there or whatever and I was like, yeah, but I really like to go to like a single pin. And he just stares at me. And I'm like, gosh, darn it. Uh, you're, 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 you're taking all my money tonight. Uh, no, so I picked up a HHA Tetra. Or, yes. And it's a single pin site. Um, I'm really excited to, you know, give that a go this year. I've always wanted to shoot a single pin. I've just always went with uh, the multi-pin site. I've upgraded a couple times, but uh, never really went towards a single pin, and I'm going all in. Uh, so now all I need is an arrow rest. I'm going to go on the drop away. I really like that. I've shot Whisker Biscuit for years, and then once I got that Hoyt charger, it had a Hoyt drop away on there, and just love it. Something about it. It's a, it's a lot different. Um, I also got to feel Matt's new Bone Collector RX-7. And that thing is crazy light. Um, just, it, it's all one piece. I mean, don't go into it. it it's your bow. It, I, I love it. Yeah, I think it's the best one yet that I've got from Hoyt. But yeah, they changed the riser completely this year. It is all one piece carbon. There is no more aluminum pockets that it attaches to. They drop some more weight that way. They change the tubing. It's, it's super light. It holds, you just put it in your hand and it sits there. Doesn't rock side to side, just sits there. And I burn it completely outfitted so you guys could feel it and Oh, it's stupid. Yeah. Hey, touch on uh touch on that quiver because now you're making me buy more mm-hmm. again. But I I wanna like I said, I'm diving in and uh you know, I've been pretty serious but now kinda got a little bit more pad in the pocket and I wanna I wanna make this bow hundred percent and what you showed me tonight with your quiver i'm just like any redneck right now would be (laughs) like we showed mason he stopped by as he had to see uh, any redneck would go nuts over this get into it oh yeah he he was drooling a little bit over him but uh yeah it's the new trophy ridge hex light quiver series they come out last year with it and i finally got one this year because it interested me because it's got three LED lights 
that shine out the top of the quiver and it has two that shine down on your arrows. So when you're walking in early in the morning, pitch dark, you can turn the three on that's on top, point it down towards the ground and it's all lit green. So you can walk in and not trip and break sticks and whatnot. And Basically hands-free, no more flashlight. Yeah, it's bright enough you can see where you're going, but yet deer can't see because it's green, the green light. That's so bad. Like, I, I wish I, well, go ahead and watch a video on it or something. Uh, yeah, it's on their website. I mean, anybody that is, you know, bow porn. I mean, this is just, <laughs> if you have the money to, to, to throw a light, lighted quiver on your site, like, it's just another. And it's not that bad, you know, because Hoyt has their brand of quiver. Fuse, yeah. Carbon brand, and they're like $150. And mm-hmm. then Matthews has their quiver. It's carbon and whatnot. It's $150. This quiver's only $80 and does the same thing they do with lights. Yeah, I I'm sold. <laughs> he I takes. Mean, he and t- it's not like a hard plastic either. It's plastic, but it's covered with a rubber, and it doesn't make any noise. You tap it, it doesn't make any noise. It's just dead. And I like that little rope that's on the top. It's like movable, so it's flexible. When you know, like when you hang it up in the in the tree with you, if you decide to take your quiver off. Um, you know, again, with, with that rubber and that rope, there's no harsh movement. Like, with the wind blowing, like, if it if there no, is a it's gust. It's not going to tink. No. Make a scratchy noise. No, it's... Another thing I want to talk about is, especially with your bow, like, I was, I was watching videos on it because I really wanted an RX-7, but I couldn't pass up your deal on the Venom. Uh, yeah, it was a smoking deal. Just how, how tight, you know, c- coming from my... My 2015 Charger, just how tight you can suck that bow together. Like, just... Yeah, everything's a lot closer than it used to be. I I mean... And they keep changing it every year. And, you know, at first, like, people see that little knobby stabilizer down at the bottom. And, like, I was kind of like, what is this? But, uh... There's a lot of jokes made about it, but... But, dude... It it actually works. It's insane. Um, By putting it down at the bottom... I mean, they got the idea for Matthews putting that harmonic damper out there. They're like, oh, well, this balances it out better. It's nice. It takes vibration away. Well, Hoyt went one step further and put a shortstop down there, which everybody knows is their small stabilizer. Yeah. I... And once it's down there, if you take a tape measure and measure from the actual where stabilizer used to mount, which you can still mount one. There's six to eight inches of play there that you don't have to mess with because it's at the bottom and it already sticks out that far. Yeah, and I'm glad you pointed that out because I'm like, oh, shoot, it's the, it's literally the same distance. It's just yeah. into your limb. Because they curve that bottom of the riser out and it just pushes it out a little more. Yeah, so it, it's been a crazy night for, for bows. And it, just, it sleeks it down, takes away from bulkiness, or if you're in a tree stand with an eight-inch stabilizer and swing around, bam. Yeah. It's just less to carry, and it's just a little two-inch shortstop. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, and our bow night's not over because my buddy Bill Jewell from Michigan, he's coming to buy my charger right now. 
Sweet. So he's on his whole the night just keeps getting crazier and crazier and crazier. Um spend money and make money all in the same night. Yeah. Now that's pretty good. It what a wild turn of events, let's just say that. Um another thing that's pretty crazy, I I, I pitched Matt the idea earlier today. I was like, Hey, what if we walk my woods and look at it? And I was really trying to get a fresh set of eyes on everything that's gone on. It is totally not what I expected when I went back there. It's, yeah, I mean, it's y- awesome. you can try to talk about it, but you can't, you know, you have to visually see it. And like I told him earlier, it felt like my heart wanted to take a crap when I saw the logging. Um, we found out quite a bit today, and it was pretty cool. I mean, yeah, we were back there a couple times in the snow. Um earlier this year but once you got down to that bare dirt we were seeing a whole lot of different stuff and yeah there's mud tracks yeah a lot of them um on the logging path that you were worried about that they weren't going to take because it was wide open they'll take it yeah and so he he pitched me some different uh stand placement ideas and uh we're really not gonna. I guess cameras need to come. Camera season needs to come because. <laughs> yes, July is gonna be interesting. You got so much potential back there. You got an inside L. You got a logging road that goes through it. You now have ultimate bedding with all the limbs and stuff they left in piles. It's just gonna grow because now the sunlight gets in there and the floor is just gonna grow up. Oh boy, hold on a second. Hello. Yeah. Alright, let me back. Sorry about that, the wife interrupted. That's okay. She's on her way home, so just making sure everything was good there. Uh so yeah, we found out that inside corner which has always been a hot a hot spot uh, where I have my two-man stand. But we're thinking we kind of need to get a little bit closer with what we saw today. Um, Definitely in both season. Both season, yeah. Because that logging trail comes right out, right in the middle of that inside L, and they just go right out in the field and go right down the edge of the woods. That's what bucks love to do. So, yeah, we're going to have to... Find so something you, good. We're freaking out for nothing. I know. I well, in a I mean, couple of years when that grows up, you're gonna be yeah, you're gonna be in the chips. Damn. But yeah. they're already using it. Yep. Um. So we we're, we're, we're trying to we were trying to spitball some ideas on some topics for tonight, and uh, we're all, we're obviously on the we're less than well yeah less. Almost less than a month away from turkey season. Uh, do you have any plans for turkey season? Yes, I do. Yes. I'm going to give it a try again. I just started doing it a couple years ago for something extra to learn. I mean, deer hunting's my number one passion, but turkeys for a brain the size of a pea are pretty damn smart. Yeah, but believe me, I'm, I've been cursed. So. so have I. I haven't got one yet. <laughs> this is season number three. I'm going to give it a whirl. I do it in the spring because there's really nothing going on. 
the fall, I'm too busy with deer. I don't worry about turkey season. Yeah, me neither. But a lot of guys do it with a gun. I've been trying with a bow. Last year, I got the closest so far, 30 yards, but he's behind a tree. I couldn't get a shot. But I had a gun. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. It's like the times I bring my bow out, should have got my gun. And the times I bring my gun out, they're just not there. So <laughs> it's just it's a love hate relationship. Animal, like to harvest with a bow. What I think is pretty cool too is uh, well not, I mean you get the deer interaction too in the spring. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you gotta like uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, sit still. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I went one night and ended up seeing fifteen deer and seven toms. Yeah, you just sit there and get to watch all that. Yeah. Um. I'd also like to get out on a coyote adventure sometime this off season. Oh, them coyotes. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're obviously everywhere, but um, I really kind of crapped the bed when we had the snow on the ground. Uh, I never made it out to do that, but I was I was after the ice fishing. Because <laughs> that's my, that's my other pastime. <laughs> I got my 308. I mean, I could have went out and tried to have some fun, but. I didn't have any time either. It's been crazy. Yeah, it's been busy. And like we were talking tonight, you know, six more months and we're back in the the deer woods. I mean, it's really not that much time. I know. I'm ready already. Yep. It just got over, but it's like. Like there's so much, there's so much to do and there's not much time. Like I, I'd like to hang stand. Um. I know I got a tower blind I got to put up in the reduction zone. Yeah, now is the time to hang stands if anybody's thinking about changing or moving them because it's March, the snow's gone. Do it now when it's cool instead of roasting your butt off in 90-degree weather in July and August. Yeah, that was a fun time last year. No. <laughs> it was not fun, but... <laughs> yeah, I learned, don't do that. Um, That way, it gives that whole area time from March to just sit and rest and you don't have to be back in there no messing stuff up yep um then you gotta well i i got this new bow so now i'm gonna want to shoot it a, a lot more um sooner whereas like on you know like last year i really didn't start till like midsummer or like <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. but but once i do start like i i go every night and then once the season started, I tried to fling one arrow before I hunted, um, yeah. just a final check. And then obviously once November came, I was really sloppy with it. But put putting it putting the deer down early with it kind of gives you a, a confidence booster. You know what I mean? All kinds of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do anything. Yeah. So you're you're not really second guessing yourself. Um, so I got fortunate with that. But uh, still got to shoot the guns. Got to get those around because once October comes, like I really, I don't want to be out there shooting my guns. And I know people. No time for it. Yeah, and, and I know people are like, "Oh, we got to shoot them at the same temperature." And there's people that side in the week before gun season. I'm like, "What happens if your scope is just shot? You know what yeah. I mean? And you have a week to get a new one, like, and then reside it in. Like, I'd rather do it." In the summer, I usually go like around my birthday in May, and uh, well, I do on my birthday. I go to the range, and if they're on then, and something crazy doesn't happen, like 
in theory, they should be on come. Oh yeah. I mean, that's that's just my personal experience that I've had. Um, that and with the ammo shortage, you don't have. <laughs> you don't so have. I'm hoping to find tomorrow. Yeah. When I go, but yeah, specific ones. Um, we're I'm going to the gun show. When I get back from Tennessee, there's one in Fort Wayne, and there's a reloader there that I've gotten stuff from, and uh, mm-hmm. it's usually a good way to go about it. That I at least with my 300 blackout, that's the only way I can find it, like in somewhat bulk. Um, but my 308, I just buy, I keep buying a couple boxes every year, just stock up, and uh, I actually had to switch brands. I found that. In my gun, the red tip corner days. Yeah, the, killer. those are nasty. I'm sold. They'll drop them. Three deer, three hearts. Yeah. Yeah. They got something figured out. Yeah, they do. They are lethal. Um. So, do you have any any uh, new stands you're thinking about moving or doing anything like that? Uh, no. I have two ground blinds. I'm gonna put in a couple spots, but. As far as there's still a spot I'm working on that's still up in the air. I won't know anything for a little bit. But the three spots that I've always had, stands are staying where they're at. Right. But just they're in the opportune spot. There's no reason to move them. Yeah, let them ride. Yep. Um, I'm definitely going to have to make a move and put some new straps in. Uh, there's some that have gotten pretty beaten up from the squirrels, naturally. Um, so I'm gonna have to do that this year. I just replaced replaced straps this past season. I'd hate to see how much they cost now. Well, <laughs> last year they weren't too bad, but yeah, I everything going up. I don't know. And that that big double I got out here, I run those yellow two inch straps, like big, not just like normal ratchet straps, like just those big, like they got the big ratchets. They're two oh, inch wide. Yeah. Because that stand it takes three people to get that thing up. It has not moved, obviously. Well, them kind of straps ain't coming down. No. <laughs> no. That was the whole point. Two of them on there, you're all right. Um, so, yeah, I got I got a couple stands I need to replace some straps. Uh, I'd really like to get a couple more harness straps for some of my other stands. And just have those preset in the tree so it's one less thing. Um, like at the reduction zone, I have one stand that I can just clip straight into. and But there's also six stands there. So you'll either have to like DIY, make your own, and do that every time. But I think I'm just trying to get down to one less thing. Just keep knocking stuff off. So got more bow hooks than anything right now. <laughs> Never have. I need to. Hooks. I need to put put those install those. So add that to the list. Um, I need a couple more. Yeah. Uh, just got a new harness. It was time. Mason, he found me one, and uh, got. Yeah, a, I've had one for a couple of years. I like him a lot. Yep. Uh, he also donated me his book bag from last year, so that's a win. Hey, <laughs> that. that's a win. Uh, so yeah, thanks, Mason. I usually keep, well, I've ended up for about the last four or five years, I keep three backpacks. Nice. I got one set up to take with me to hunt with a bow. Got everything in it. Rackaholic. Yes, can't have that. 
grunt call, anything I need, backup, broadheads, whatnot. And then I got one. That's the kill bag, of course. Got to have all the stuff. Everything in there. Knives, um, paper towel. See, so it's funny you say that. Okay, so. Got to have it. Like when I was first figuring out this property, I'd always make sure I had like my knives and all that stuff. And like in the back of my head, I was like, maybe this is a bad omen. So now. Never take knives to stand with you. Yeah, I I don't have. It has always been called bad luck. Yep. So I don't have none of my dressing stuff, not anything. I would rather walk to my truck and and have to. Yep. It's exactly what I do. I leave it all in the truck. Yep. The only thing that goes with me is a backpack for hunting and the bow. Yep. Because I think that's what... I must have gave myself some bad juju back in the day. Um, and then, I don't know, I feel like you kind of mess up your stuff and, like, your knives. and. But, yeah, I try to keep it simple. And and that's why Mason made fun of me on my kid's book bag, which was not kid's. <laughs> but... uh. It was literally all I needed because, like, my rangefinder it has it has a rope on it, and I wear that yep. in bow season. And then uh, I'd always keep a bottle of water in the bottom, and I'd always have my man wipes in there for when duty calls. <laughs> uh, and my rackaholic, and I had uh, my spotlight, which is that little tiny thing. I mean, right here, and that's bright as crap. Um, yeah. All you need, and. So he was like, oh, you need a bigger backpack so you can bring more stuff. And now I got this big backpack, and I'm like, man, I really don't want to be weighted down with, you know, I don't know. <coughs> I mean, I'm yeah, sure I'll that, find. And you get too much in there. We're going to sit it. We're going to hang it. Yep. Then you got to start digging through stuff in crunch time. And, yeah, you never want to carry too much but just enough. Yeah, so I had, like, the bare necessities. I actually kept a... Um, little emergency kit which my uncle was telling me about like uh you know i keep like a little gauze just in case you slice yourself open with a broad head or like you know what i mean i haven't done that but Hmm. you know i mean some say some freak thing happens and now you're bleeding out in true in the timber and i also kept a ziploc bag full of stick matches in there with uh just like a little cigar thing you get from free all the time. Um, just little tiny thing. And, of course, my Oreos, my single pack Oreos. You got to have that. <laughs> Some picker upper. <laughs> oh, my. Taking snacks. You know what that leads to. Yep. Then you have to go to the bathroom. Yep. Yeah, I I, I experienced the bathroom a couple times this year. But uh, <coughs> it all works out. I figured that out first hand. <laughs> Dump over the side and shot a deer. But uh I got really lucky with that. Um Hey. You never asked about the third bag yet. The third bag. Remember I had three backpacks. We only got two. Oh, third backpack. <laughs> yeah. What we got? That's where I keep all the rackaholic when I run cameras and stuff. On the off season. Yeah, you go wild with it. Yes. Got to. Yep. Uh I'm always I'm always running scrapes, making scrapes, seeing what it does. I mean, best way to test it out is in the field. Yeah. 
So for may, maybe the people that uh, missed our episode about going in depth on the Rackaholic, say, because everybody goes with a certain brand and we're not going to mention it. Um, say someone was on the fence, kind of like I was last year, like I wanted something different. Uh, what would you tell them about Rackaholic and how it's changed your your hunting? How would I tell them? I tell them to unscrew the top of the cap and take a whiff. Yep. That sells itself right there. It is literally the strongest stuff I've ever smelled. And it smells legit too. That's the other thing. Yeah, it stinks. And it smells, yeah. It is powerful. It doesn't take that much. Um, I just tell them they want to see deer. Use this. Yeah. Grab right. a bottle of white tail bedding. Spray yourself down. Go sit in any wind. It don't matter. Yeah, we Direction. purposely sat wrong winds and still had deer come out. Yeah, it's the only stuff I've ever used that it doesn't matter what the wind is. Mm-hmm. Now you can. Like obviously, if you get silhouetted or something, like well, yeah, that's clear, you can't, yeah. But uh, but as far as smelling you, that takes it out of the equation. Oh yeah. And I've tried a lot of stuff because there's a lot out there. And and what was crazy about this year, um, just walking to my stand, you you get this like this huge confidence boost. I noticed because I mean you're you're smelling like a deer. You're walking through their house, yeah. And I mean you don't have to worry about oh well this is this wind switching or it's swirling or uh, it's going to be blowing that way in or. But as you're walking in, you're also leaving that scent on the ground. No yep. leaves, everything you brush, that white tail bedding that smells just like a deer. You're leaving that as a scent trail. And I can't count how many times I had deer walk those trails. Yeah, right behind you. Nope. Yep. Uh, you know, had there was a couple times this year where I haven't been able to get down at dark because I literally had all kinds of deer around me eating acorns underneath me. On the trail I was in, right next to my dip pile, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's stupid in a good way. Um, well, there's a... Behind my dad's is where I got a food plot. That's kind of like my, I don't know how you want to say it. It's kind of where I test a lot of the rackaholic just to see what the deer do. And I put up a fake limb out in the middle of this food plot. It's on a four by four post. And I attached a limb to it and I soaked it with rackaholic all season. Well, when I was done, I quit. I let it be. And it must have been around the first of the year, July, I was uh, back here checking cameras, seeing what bucks still had antlers and whatnot. Right. They've all fell now. Cameras are down. But that limb, one of them bucks destroyed it. I might put a new limb up. And I haven't touched it in forever, the rackaholic. Tore up the ground. It was a split limb, and they broke both splits and chewed the crap out of it. And I haven't put nothing on it for two months. Yeah, what, I, what I've what i noticed with it, like you're saying, stuff breaking, um, 
you can definitely tell an attitude change. Because you're bringing in a foreign deer to your area. And, I mean, my woods got tore up. I really don't want to cuss, but it got tore up. <laughs> uh, so, if, if you guys are on the fence, we highly recommend at least trying the whitetail bedding. But they have yeah, all kinds they, of other cover scents. They can't hurt. Um, it, it's going to last you a lot longer than the normal everyday stuff. Um, where you're going to get, you know, depending on how you use it, I mean, in theory, you could probably get the season out of it depending on how you use it. Oh, easily. Um, I'm a lot more liberal with it. (laughs) Probably not, yeah. (laughs) I probably go through a bottle every two weeks during season. Yep. Yeah, it's just everything gets sprayed. And it works. It's my favorite. Proof's in the pudding. Uh. (laughs) But this year, I can't really say yet, but Rackaholic, we are coming out with some new deals. Okay. Around when it gets closer to time for season. So stay on the webpage. It's on Facebook, Rackaholic Outdoors. Just keep in touch with it, and there will be things coming. I don't doubt it. Good things coming. I, uh, yeah, talk with Kyle and Matt, and yeah, it's going to be good. Good guys. I wish I could say, but I can't. He even sent me some Budweiser today with you. Yes, he did. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yes, he did. So, shout out for sponsoring the beer tonight, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Most definitely. Um, yeah, like like I was saying, uh, this coming opening day of gun season, I've mentioned it a couple times, but I'd like to get you know our guys and your guys in here to do like a podcast, you know, either like the night before or. Or, or or something where we can all get together and chew the fat. I mean, that is the Super Bowl of the year, I think. Opening day of firearm. That's just oh, yeah, that's me. That's every hunter's dream. <laughs> so everybody wants to be in a tree at that time. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have to we'll have to figure something out. Because that is the one morning anything can happen. Yeah. There's so many people out and the deer are moving. I mean, the tail end of the rut's still going. Yeah. I think one of the coolest things I heard this year was I could literally hear the gunshots get closer and closer to me. Like, you know, it was far, distant, barely hear it, and all of a sudden, kaboom. And then all of a sudden, you're getting <laughs> louder and louder. And then I heard a couple misses, and then, like... <laughs> yeah. It's uh, amazing. You know, you sit there, and you hear boom after boom, and you think, oh, he's dead. Oh, there he goes. Nope. Look at the camera a week later. Still alive. Still there. Still running. They know how to play. Yeah. So every time you hear a gunshot, it does not mean it's <coughs> died. No. Yeah, and I missed one this year with my 308, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, just hearing those shots get closer, and I was like, you know, we were kind of, I think it was like 9 o'clock or something, but I remember texting Colton, and I was like, be ready. Like you hear, you hear them getting closer. Something's happening. Like yeah. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. something's happening. And uh, sure enough, we got one down. And uh, that that day was off the chain. But yeah, this year I'm not missing opening day. Yeah, no, no, no Packers opening day this year. Nope, that was once in a lifetime gonna happen. And 
now it's done. I don't blame you. It'd be a tough choice. Oh, dude. I bet you were like, gosh, dang it. It, it was gut-wrenching. It was. <laughs> it was. Yep. Uh, what a wild time, and we'll be back in it soon. Um, yeah. Just there's just so much. much. Like, I, like I, I can't wait to go to Tennessee this week, but, like, in the back of my head and all all the time at work, I'm like, there's so much I got to do. I need there to put is. mineral out. Um, I, I mean, it's just, it's endless possibilities. I mean, you know, guys, uh, I mean, you know how it is, and 90% of the people here know how the season's never really over. No. It is only over for a couple months for me. Like right now it's over because the racks are falling off. Cameras came down. But as soon as July 1st comes, my season starts. Cameras go back up. I start seeing what we got, what's growing. Watch them grow through the summer. It's fun. Yeah. There's a lot of deer that you don't think are there. They're there. Mm -hmm. The only way to see them is on camera. Yeah. What's cool is seeing what actually made it through. Yes. Um, I I have no because uh, I don't know if you had this experience. Well, no, because you were you're still kind of getting pictures. Um, but it was like, I it might have been right before the season opened, or maybe it was like a weekend. But it was just like my bucks vanished. I wasn't getting them on picks anymore. Uh, oh yeah. I, I was getting happened. immature deer, you know. And does about the middle of September, they're yep. gone. Yeah, I walked um, them all summer, and then all of a sudden, the big ones gone, gone, gone. People say once that that velvet comes off, they're different. Yep, totally uh, change pattern. But the buck, the buck I killed, I mean, the next time I saw him was when I was drawing up on him. I mean, and that's when I come back. It's the rut. So, I don't know what they did in between then and then, but. <laughs> Backdooring me or something. Summertime, they just stay close and they stick around or whatever they're going to be. And it's fun to get pictures and watch them grow. But then that second week of September, they disappear. And then you won't see that deer again maybe till the rut. Last week of October, all of a sudden he's back. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. You are here. <laughs> yeah. I got one right now that disappeared. I've watched for three years. He disappeared the 1st of August, and I haven't seen him since. Oh, God. Yeah. Moment called Moose. Well, hopefully he's hanging around. He's a, he's a big one. I hope so. But I don't know. <laughs> well, you didn't see him on Bucks of Indiana, so. No. So that's that's a plus. That that narrows it down a little bit. Not too many people have seen him. He's only been seen a couple of times. But he's mostly a night deer. But he's huge. I always love scrolling through that page, and it's oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's like opening day, and, <laughs> and everybody's like kill, 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 and I'm like must be nice uh -huh. <laughs> every time, every time must be nice. <laughs> oh yeah, there were some big ones on there this year. So what what would happen? Uh, I mean, obviously, your season would would change, but. Say you killed your target buck first day of October. Would would it kind of be bittersweet? Because I mean, not really, because he's your target. But 
something about that that start or start of November, and the times are changed. I I just don't know how I'd be on. I mean, yeah, I'd be stoked. Like you got well, him down me too, but I would definitely sit there in November and watch and see every buck I could see go through, and try to get my doe limit at the same time. I don't know if you did it on the first day, you'd just be more relaxed for the whole season. Yeah, I think. I mean, you wouldn't have to worry about was oh, there a buck following this doe? Should I shoot her? The pressure would definitely be off behind her and sees. Yeah, pressure's off. You already did it, so now you're just meat hunting. And what's crazy too about like that pressure we talk about, it uh, it's not forced by anyone else, but I but think yourself. it's your yeah. I think your your inner self's like, come on, man, like you put all this work into it. And it's what you love to do, and yeah, you put pressure on yourself to get it done. Yeah, you it, want that satisfaction of your work paying off. You outsmarted that deer. Yeah. Yeah, once that was out, I definitely felt a lot better going in. Um, <laughs> late season got kind of lazy with some things. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I guess that comes with harvesting, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I would, I mean, I would, like I said, I'd be jacked if I killed the first day of the season. But something about that. That seeking period. Oh, it's the finest. I mean, you see, yeah. You could see deer you've never seen before. Just their attitude, the way they are, is totally different than any other time of year. It's just, it's fun. Mm hmm. I'd definitely be happy, though, October 1. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't think I would not be happy. I would be, I'd, I'd be jacked. And you know, I think, I think if that were to happen, um, they'd leave a lot more time for podcasts too. Leave a lot more time for podcasts, <laughs> and uh, I think I would be, I think I would be pushing. Well, obviously, because you're already done, so say you're tagged out. I think a lot of the effort, like wholehearted effort would be getting your buddies to get it done you know what i mean yeah um that are your kids yeah too yeah i mean it's out of the way so you got the whole season yeah to still do what you do and try out smarter deer but you're doing it either for your kid or a buddy <laughs> be running around on the ground with antlers rolling in the leaves <laughs> <laughs> like i got you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not quite that no new, but yeah no, it's fun to take. Speaking of antlers, small kid out, just see how they react for the first time, and if they actually see a deer, they're like, oh. "I can't wait!" I'm taking bull out this year um, for youth season. Hopefully, he smashes. Uh, but no, with antlers, I I saw this dude. I think I don't know if it was a TikTok or what, but uh, he had like, uh, what's the fucking the rope paracord and yeah. he tied three antlers together all the way from the t well from the so he has one rope but at the bottom it splits into three so he can tie off three antlers and it reaches the ground and so every time he picks it up they come together and they go down on the ground hit the leaves 
and he keeps doing this and they smack and they smack and you're tearing up all these leaves and sticks from your stand so now you have ground noise and then he said that he's called in more deer doing that because there's like lifelike sounds that. That awesome. yeah hold three antlers on a rope over the side make sure it can hit the ground yeah and think about that you're picking up dirt you're picking up sticks you're picking up leaves and you're clacking so it sounds like, like two actually, bucks yeah. hitting so that's something i want to try this year um it's gonna be a little bit more bulky to take out but this guy swears by it he's like i'll never rattle the same again you know because think about it, you're up in the stand you're rattling there's no ground noise well, yeah, that's what they do in Texas because all so, they got is brush. Yeah, so. The guy's down on his knees, hitting the ground with the antlers, smacking them together. So I'd really like to see how that plays out this year. It makes sense. Think about that, too. I mean, you can throw some grunts in. You know what I mean? Matt's already yeah, thinking. Yeah, <laughs> if it works, call me, would you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I love rattling. I've had great success with it. And, oh, uh,. Yeah. I'd love to see where this gets me. I mean, it'd be dumb not to. I, I mean, you ever snort weed one in? Uh, I did it with my mouth. Mason yes. was with me. I did it with my mouth right at last light because we weren't, we weren't seeing nothing. And I, I kind of like Babe Ruth that called my shot. I was like, we're going to have a deer come in when it's too dark. Like just on the. So. I I hit the snort wheeze with my mouth, and uh, all of a sudden I started clashing some antlers together, and waited, and all of a sudden just the heaviest footed noise, walking straight to us about thirty five yards, could not tell what it was, but he's like, "You called that perfect," and I was like, "This is what's like this. This is what's happening. Like they just they they know," and uh, you know I tried to set that stuff out closer, the rackaholic. Um, but I, I think it was just the time that they were coming through the woods and now that's, did you get to see his reaction or posture? You didn't get to see him at all. Uh, what I remember from the silhouette, it was huge. Like the body was huge. Um, heavy, heavy footed, like he was dragging his feet. Yeah. And, uh, I can't remember if he was head down. I don't know, but he was. It was slow. Like it was very slow. I'm gonna guess the heavy feet and dragon with stiff leg. Because I called one in. It finally worked in 2017. Okay. My big eight pointer. I got at Chuck's, the heaviest deer. He was out in the field chasing a doe in circles. I tried grunting at him, didn't work. I tried rallying horns, didn't work. I tried doe bleat, didn't work. He ignored me. I snort wheezed one time. He stopped, whipped his head, looked right my direction, put his head down, and he stiff-legged it all the way to me with the hair set up on his back and his ears pinned down. It was the coolest thing i ever seen. See, I wonder if that ain't what happened. I finally got to witness that. I've seen it in videos. It's like, I've never got to see it. I got to see it then and kill him. He came in. He was looking for a fight. It was awesome. I mean, when they say they bristle up, yeah, he grew. His shoulders See, I and think, back and chest were just all puffed. That had to be, because this thing was massive, and Mason can attest to that. It was just right at that light, or like, I mean, you're deep in the woods. There's no light coming in where I could have shot him on the field edge if I was on the field edge, but right. we were in the timber, and it was just like, I can see his silhouette, but that's it. Wish I had more light. <laughs> 
I got lucky. It was like 5.30 in the afternoon in the third week of October. Jeez. He was already ready to go. That's wild. So it was complete daylight, and I just got to watch it. It was awesome. I feel like doing it with your mouth sounds a lot better than the calls that they make. It is. Like, I just feel it more natural, Yeah. obviously. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I was always afraid of that snort wheeze because I've always heard that, you know, you're either going to blow everything out. But, you know, when you have a last-ditch effort and nothing's working, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's what you got to go to. Yeah, I left it for the last thing to do, and it worked. I really wish uh, this year with the one buck that came in front of me, I tried grunting him back to stop him. And he stopped, but he just kept going. Um, I wonder if I wouldn't have tried that. Like, kind of directed my call away like away from him yeah. to snort wheeze, like my hand. Um, I wonder if that wouldn't have got him to snap around. He's definitely mature. Either way, I didn't get a chance at him, so that might have done it. Like turning away from him and going the opposite direction. Yeah, if I went like this and did the snort wheeze. Yeah, that's what I did. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It worked. So we got a lot of new things to fucking to to freaking try. And I I I just have a a hunch feeling this year. um, It's you know a couple years back, I feel like everybody was just slaying monsters. Okay, like absolute slobs you know what i mean it was good i remember that yeah i think we're due for that i think the slob killing fest is this year i, I think it's time i'm <laughs> brian i am too <laughs> i am too <laughs> yeah this year was this past season was just crazy but ended up doing good yeah. Not how I wanted to, but ended up doing it. <laughs> so. It counts. <laughs> yeah, I know. It counts. Mr. Avalanche. But, yeah, I'd have much rather done with a bow. Oh, I can't even imagine. But it was, yeah. Crazy up and down season. I'm hoping this one. So, what do you, do you think, uh, I mean, you live in a, di- you hunt in a different county than I'm in. Uh, I was kind of talking to one of my buddies at work, and he's like, man, I don't think they're going to bring that special antler list back. Just from past season on people viewing deer. They're not. Yeah. No. No. Do you think they're going to change it all to a one buck, one doe rule? No. No? There is changes coming from what I've heard, but the extra antlerless you're talking about it's not coming back that kind of blows <laughs> there's it's still in the works they're voting on it but yeah of course everybody knows the price is going up tremendously yeah and I, from what I'm hearing something about being able to buy a tag for each deer But somehow they're going to talk about that and they're talking about redoing the bundle a different way. Dang. But it's all not definite yet, so can't say. 
I think it'd be really cool with this price increase if they would open up a velvet season. It's where all you can kill velvet deer. Yeah, I know. Indiana never offers that. So got to go to Wyoming and Montana and all that. I and I get the increase because you got to do the habitat or whatever, but for public land. But uh, like you and me that hunt private, no one's really coming out with a chainsaw and improving habitat. But myself, you know what I mean. True. Yeah, and, I mean I spent a lot of money improving habitat where. You probably feed them better than public. I mean... Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I... They're well-fed. I'm hoping one day it pays off. (laughs) Because I've... The last couple years... A lot of them are at night, but I've seen a lot of deer, a lot of bucks. And I know everything's going up, so I guess it can be expected. I mean, everybody knows the state of the world right now. Um... Well, everybody had a heart attack when I went from $15 a tag to $24 a tag. So now, now. Now. it again. Yeah. But what, they ran 15 years since they've changed it? So really can't complain too much. I mean, they ran the $24 for a long time. But do you think it's ever going to get to a point where that $91 for the bundle will be 200 I'm hoping it's a long ways off. I don't know. I I think I feel like we're kind of on the brink of bringing that lifetime back. I don't know that either. Get their lump sum, but then at the same time they're not going to I don't know if they're going to bring it back or not because everybody that got lifetimes they ain't making no more money that that's what that's what i was gonna say is you know once you do that then you're cut off yeah um mm-hmm. unless they charge a mission for public <laughs> you know what i mean like I, I i don't know how they would do it um i'm sure there'd be a tax for it well of course I mean, there already is. So everything, unless they do like a, they do like a limited run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's whatever, um, ninety thousand or like, but think about how much they would charge. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna get a hefty lump sum. Oh yeah, that would probably cover them. Okay, let's just say. So, like, this year, if you got the bundle, uh, 90, let's just call it nine, fuck, let's call it $100. Let's yeah. just say, because after the tax, if you do it online, it's going to be 100 So, $100, and then, say you do reduction, so there's another 30 because I think it's up to, like, $30 or something, mm-hmm. and you have to buy that tag again, so there's 60 So, 160 a year. And they're probably going to sell it for what I don't know, five grand. I don't, I have no idea what the the lifetime was last time. Um, lifetime was either five or seven hundred dollars. Okay, well it's probably at least going to be a grand then. Probably. Okay, so that one fifty figure. As you're sitting there talking about this, I was thinking in my head, 
How much is it right now for a pound of hamburger? One pound. I don't know. I haven't bought it in years. Five dollars. Exactly. <laughs> Thank God for the hunter. Right. This is my point. <laughs> Correct. A pound of hamburger is like five dollars right now. That's true. Yeah. Now, before this price increase coming on deer tags, you go out, you spend twenty four dollars on a tag. If you're equipped and can process that deer yourself. Yep. Say you got another $20 in baggies, wrap, and stuff in the freezer for just that deer. And then you got $25 in sausage to make 60, 70 pounds of deer burger. Now, you have 60 or 70 pounds for how much money? Uh, Exactly. Of meat. I guess I never really thought about it. just hamburger. Yeah. I guess I never really thought about it like that. You're only... to process one deer. Now, I'm getting 60, 70 pounds out of a good-sized buck. Shoot a good-sized doe, you're looking at 40 pounds, 45 pounds of just hamburger. Then you got your back straps on top of that. Yeah, there's a lot of meat. I mean, if you want, you can also make roasts out of the hindquarters. That will take away from some of your... And the neck. But if you just take the deer, do burger, and have the back straps. Minus the back straps, because everybody's going to eat those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a waste. (laughs) Yeah, wait a minute. That's the delicacy part. Yeah. I guess I never really broke it down like that. $70, you have 70 pounds. Dollar pound. Of hamburger. Yeah. And right now it's five dollars a pound for one pound of hamburger in a grocery store. Yeah, I guess I never really broke it down like that. Mm-hmm. So it's really not that I mean, bad. God bless the hunter. Yeah. Yeah. The I'm odds in our favor, reason. I guess. Plus, no people that doesn't like it. Oh, venison! I can't eat it. But it's a hell of a lot healthier. I, less greasy it's natural not a bunch of preservatives and crap stuck in it nobody says anything when i cook it i mean i think a lot of it's preparation i think it is. i think how people season it i think how people clean it like you know what i mean Most from definitely. from field to table yes. um you got to trim that fat off you got to trim that hey, sizzle off age class too because <clears throat> i think well like me i don't i don't mix anything else in we just eat it straight. I did for a while. We put pork in there. We do. And uh, we don't do it now. Um, Like the buck I shot this year, he was kind of greasy. Like there was some fat in there that, you know, we just, whatever, ground it up in there and was whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody that I've, I've made anything for, have they said, oh, that's gamey or that's. Like nobody knows the difference. I mean, I, I mean, you know how it is. If you wouldn't tell somebody, I they could. They won't know. They exactly. would have no idea. Exactly. And I've had people that, oh, I'll never touch that. I had it once and it tastes like crap. They come over, didn't tell them it was in there. They ate it, said it was great. Then you tell them what it is, like, oh, no, and, yeah. And everybody's always, I, 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 
it makes me so mad every time I hear it. Well, they're like, oh, these are organic eggs or these are organic. You want to talk about organic? <laughs> Old boy's eating your corn out there. Like, he's eating yeah. your beans. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we do the chili competi- competition, I name our chili secondhand vegetarian. That's <laughs> Hell no. Yep, every time. Because you can't write... You can't write like your name on it because you get put in the contest. It's like a family thing, and uh, we we just put secondhand vegetarian. Nice. <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna stop eating it. So no, I've ate deer my entire life, and if I get like regular beef or hamburger, does not agree with me. I've always ate. Deer burger over regular hamburger. Well, she, uh, my wife. Oh, we put it in everything. There, there's, there was like one time or something we went and bought actual ground beef. I don't know if we didn't have something thought out or whatever, but she cooked it and she's like, I lost my appetite because it was swimming. It's so greasy. Yep. I know. It's like you watch somebody prepare regular burger. It's like, what? I think the man from Michigan's here. Uh oh. Payday. <laughs> Come here. Yeah. Look who showed up. What's up? None other than Bill from Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, man. Not much. How about yourself? Uh, not much. Bill, this is Matt. Matt, this nice is Bill. You. Nice to meet you. We're in here rocking. Right on. You want that? Want to see that boat, don't you? Well, yeah, but I think I can wait a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, well, the, okay. Well, since you just came in here, I, I got yeah, fuck yeah, get in here. Hold on, we got some questions. Got a seat? Yeah, I'll grab you one. And those headphones should be good. Hold on, just a second. hunting of course i did this night just keeps getting crazier and crazier like oh yeah this i don't even know how to comfort matt matt and i were out there walking in my woods and i was just trying to get a fresh set of eyes on things and uh you text me you're like hey uh are you gonna be home because i'm gonna come over i'm like yeah (laughs) so come on over so yeah thank you you drove all the way from michigan and uh we just got everybody here now (laughs) this is crazy yeah um well it's been a it's been a minute since you've been on here. Uh yeah. last time last time Bill was on here, uh it was opening week of firearm in Michigan. And uh so ever since all that went down in our recap about how you killed and um then you got your biggest doe contest and uh oh that's strange. We got we got the winners of biggest doe contest from Inner Squad and oh yeah right. <laughs> and the, to the oh, public yeah. holy crap the presence of royalty yeah this is yes. crazy this is, oh you can get your swag bag too person. this is even better you can get the swag <laughs> bag <laughs> yeah uh, wow so anyway uh, 
this upcoming season, do you have any new plans that you're thinking about? Uh, maybe like stand placement or uh, maybe better all deer herd. Uh, any any improvements? I guess just what are you kind of humming on right now? Uh, well, I got three stands sitting unused in the in the barn right now. So um, did some shed hunting. Nice. Found a lot of beat up deer track that's nowhere near where I've hunted at all. Oh wow! In fact, uh, it's right where we decided to uh, um, create our own little mud bog. Oh yeah, yeah. Over there on the uh, west side of the property. Okay. So when you first come in right there, when you yeah, well, that's where I took Shelby for her birthday to do some shed hunting. Nice. And uh, we walked back in there, and there's just some beat down trails that walk right up to that stand that's back there. But then they continue on and wind all the way through there to where that sand hill comes down and cuts off the property back there. Okay. So I'm thinking about dropping at least one stand there, and then there's another one that I want to put where we crossed over when we were all yeah 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 messing around on quads last year. Um, I want to put one back there too, where all that grass is laid down where they bed at the bottom of that hill. Okay. So I want to put one back in there too. What a wild time to be alive. So I mean that there's lots of stuff I want to do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ever evolving, you know. So. Right. But uh, as far as uh, immediately, you know, I'd like to get some of those areas cleared out and make them where, you know, I can get back to them a little easier, you know, make an actual path back to where I want to put the stands, you know, so I'm not making a bunch of noise coming out there and kind of see how uh, that area looks uh, throughout the year. Nice. Put a couple cameras back there and see what happens. Let them rip. Yeah. No sheds yet, though. Yeah, no joke. I'm in the same boat, you know. I've lost all mine. I've been running cameras and everybody's bald. Mm. So I'm going to get out there in the next week or so and hopefully find something. Yeah, I couldn't get too far on the uh, north uh, northwest part of the property. It's all flooded. Oh, I, I wouldn't the even... snow melted, and it just turned it into a lake, and then it froze over, and it's just solid ice everywhere. Oh, and it's, it's it's a lot of it's shelf ice where the water ran out from underneath it because it's, it's just where it overflowed into the swamp. Oh, my God. So... I can't even... Well, I can imagine. I got about a third of the way back there, and you couldn't go any further without going through, so... And some of that stuff's three, four feet deep, you know. Oh, yeah. It don't play. Mm-mm. No, when it floods out back in there, it gets pretty hairy. That's wild. So it's going to be pretty. Yeah, there's been a lot of flooding. But on top of that, I didn't see any deer sign back there, and that's where the bucks were all year. And then as soon as that swamp just got too nasty, they just there's, there's no tracks leading into it at all. Really? But now they're all up by the roadside okay. on the west side. So they just moved up to the high ground. So, so when that dries out, they'll probably be right back in it. Possibly, yeah. But they got that they got that high ground beat to death where they've walked through that mucky stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty obvious where they're going. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. We kind of seen that tonight. Pretty obvious where they're going. Oh my god! He's Not got surprised. The same stuff going back here. I told uh, with that logging that's been going on, my heart kind of felt like it wanted to take a crap. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, we went back there today, and those logging trails, it's stupid. How wide? Uh, they're just beat, like highways. It's, And then they're crossing like right into the danger zone of us, like where they could find out, find out real quick about <laughs> how to end their life. Uh, it's just beat up. I mean... Yeah, it's looking really good back there. So, Heck yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. 
That's a gnarly spot back there. You're talking about where we went duck hunting, right? No. Where, where'd you go? So, yeah, he's been back there in the swamp. Everything to the west has been logged, and it's just brush piles, just huge brush piles. And uh, there's a logging trail right at our property line where you can see, like, where they've been driving the dozer in and out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just, it's not dozer tracks. Like, we were finding feet, footprints. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's just good ones too. That inside corner of this field's just it's they're playing. Like <laughs> and usually it's like I said back th- which I'm sure that's still a highway back there where we were duck hunting. Um But it's gonna be real interesting, I think. It's gotta be nasty back there right now. Oh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But I need to put a cam back there. It'd be nice I to run a mobile back there. <laughs> If it's not it. too wet back there, that's prime right there. Good view, too. Oh, yeah. The way the woods is kind of sparse. I mean, it's a complete woods, but the trees are nice and spaced out. You can see a long way. Especially with all those trees that fell over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that windstorm yeah, about died in. to run me out. I didn't want any part of that after that. Uh-uh. Man. There was a few windstorms. It is. We got a lot. This uh, year especially. Yeah. So this is kind of crazy, but everybody's got a new bow tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so him, yes. me, you, you definitely got to show them yours. That's things. So what did you get? I got the new RX-7. Holy right on? Yeah, with the new carbon. Dude, he has this. So you got the loan on your house, I take it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's got this quiver. No, that has get a loan. That has built-in light, green light. So when you're walking out there, you don't need a flashlight. It's built into your arrow, like your quiver. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I was like... One less thing to carry. Yes. One less thing to monkey with. I was like, sold. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what does that run base base model? You know, as far as how it comes with no extras, no upgrades, no nothing, or does it not need any? Just the RX-7? Yep. Uh, Well, you got to add to it. You know, normals to it, the accessories. Sure, sure. I just wondered what what does it take price, to even get one in your hand, let alone to finish it out. Sixteen ninety nine. Yeah, I kind of thought it was up there. Jesus uh, Murphy went up another hundred this year. Yep. But they completely redesigned the riser and changed it. There's no more aluminum to carbon. It's just all carbon riser now. Oh, right on. Pockets are gone. Hmm. But he held it. It's really light. It's really balanced. Even with everything on it it's their best one yet they're trying to so they were able to get away from having to overlay aluminum by getting rid of the recesses yes right on because obviously it's going to be lighter regardless so yep so you got more like a recurve look to the handle instead of uh everything pocketed out and ultra lighted out yes right on i'm gonna take a look at that (laughs) stupid yeah i see why they levitate from pse I'm not real big John on the Dudley's. bow hunting ends. I mean, I, oh. don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I know a little bit about bow hunting, you know, but uh, as far as in-depth, no, no, not at all. I have uh, worked with some companies. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Archery Tag. That, yeah. was, that was born at my shop. So I've done some stuff with uh, that company. We tried to build some uh, fiber-reinforced um, urethane risers so that you could actually build low poundage bows for kids for playing archery tag or you know um, safe archery for teaching kids how to um, bow hunt and things like that so 
we made a lot of the little foam blunts that go on the end of the uh, arrows and stuff to keep them safe. Okay. That's but crazy. That actually uh, started, <clears throat> I had a guy uh, from a, a company come in that wanted us to make foam arrows that looked like the arrows off Milan. Oh, no joke. For uh, Disney for one of their um, uh, carnival games or whatever where you could go up and try to shoot the target and win the prize and whatnot. Oh, that'd be sick. So he had been contracted, his company had been contracted to put all that together. And uh, they were at, at our shop trying to get foam arrows tips made that resembled what was used what, uh, during the movie and whatnot. So cool stuff. Wow. And then from that conversation, uh, we got to talking about what we, were, we could do. And we were playing with some uh, uh, fiberglass infused uh, urethanes, you know, for strength and whatnot at the time. And so we kind of put our heads together and came up with some ideas to launch the whole archery tag thing. Dang. Mm-hmm. That's wild. We'd have Small to play world. That. I know. Can you imagine? It's fun. Oh, it's that, fun. It's yeah. like paintball, but you're playing it with bows and arrows. Oh my and god! You can shoot. Oh, you are at a distinct advantage at that game. I can assure you. <laughs> I'm in. That'd be fun. It'd be really fun. Yeah, you could you could definitely have your way with Mason at playing that. I'd stab him oh, <laughs> without yeah, the forget the bow. Just give me the arrow. Well, you guys got anything else to add, or are we going to wrap her? Good? I'm good. Uh, I think I'm good. Turkey season's coming, though. Yeah. Oh, my Everybody God. Everybody get fired up for that. I've yep. been, I've, well, tonight, Kyle got me on my diaphragm calls going. Yeah. I haven't touched those since the fall. So I've been, yeah, I stopped at his house before I came here to grab your... Uh, <laughs> my beer? Yeah. <laughs> your gift package. This man supply dropped me Budweiser. And, uh, <laughs> he was... Oh, so he's he's bringing you good beer. Uh, I don't know if we call it that, but no, <laughs> it's good when it's free. Uh, him and his wife are in the house practicing on mouth calls already, getting ready. Wild, yeah. So yeah, I got some new decoys to try out and uh, going to give her a go. I mean, saw six out there in the field today, which was promising. Driving by work and it was on my way home. Um, so yeah, other than that, thanks guys for coming out. Appreciate it. Anytime. This has been an epic day. Yeah, this has really been an epic day. Uh, it's been fun. I'll say that. So yeah, catch us next Friday, and you know where we stand. And they don't care about your feelings. Nope. No, they don't. All right. See ya.